0: Hi and welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. I'm Susanna Kennedy, and I'm going to be with you from now until 2 p.m. today in studio. I'm very excited to have To Me from Sesé To Me, which um, I mean, she does so many things. She works with the South African Fashion Council. She's a businesswoman. She's also a philanthropist because she does help. People achieve their goals, underprivileged communities. She is helping me at the moment with my Pakama community project, which you guys know about. And so I was really thrilled and um, I got together with her. The girls from the Fashion Council introduced us and um, we got chatting and thank goodness to me, got excited about what I was doing and and jumped on board and we ended up having a cup of coffee and chatting and she is truly a passionate young businesswoman to watch. She's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of passion, and a lot of drive. Three things that are essential in the young entrepreneur. So Tumi, welcome to Two Oceans Vibe. How are you doing today?
1: Great. Thank you, Susanna. It's so good to
0: be here. It's so good to have you here with us today as well. We're going to be chatting about your tips for anybody writing a business plan, because. We all need to write business plans at one point or another. But before we go into that, tell us a little bit more about yourself. What is your background? How did you get to where you are now?
1: So basically I actually come from the fashion um, from a fashion background. I studied fashion design initially. Um, I, after my diploma I went into consumer science um and once I was done with that I did a bit of lecturing and then after that I moved to Cape Town where I worked for the South African Fashion Council and I left um, the South African Council and started my own business because I identified a gap in the industry for creatives working in business because um, you know the left and right brain sometimes they just don't need to balance mm-hmm. in you know, so I realized that there's that gap and I have such a passion to see young businesses succeed in every single sphere, not just like the creative side, making nice dresses or nice clothes. I want to see the business side succeed as well. So I decided to start my own business because of um, the education background that I had, especially in consumer science it helps more on the left brain kind of side, you know, where it's more analytical, it's more mathematical, it's more business orientated. And even with the experience from the South African Fashion Council where I could see what um, applications require, you know, what you need for an application for finding or for when you are trying to actually get further in your business. So that's where... I started with Secy Thumi and um as most Afrikaans, or one people would know it means big sister. And to me, it's just a play on my name to me and to me and to you as well. Yeah.
0: So cool. I think, you know, what you're saying is so, is so, so true. It's something that Colin, Don Sko and I um, chat about all the time. We've got the business show on a Monday on Two Oceans vibe and, um, Whenever we interview, you know, people from the fashion industry, one of the biggest challenges is finding individuals that are creative, but also have the business acumen to make the business actually work and function. And one of the things that has really come up over and over again is sometimes you don't need to do it all yourself. You can partner with a business um, minded person, you know, and that is someone like yourself. You know, different fashion designers could come to you and say, To me, we need help. Um, So my question was for for designers out there that need the business backup, um, is that something that you do?
1: Yes, that is definitely something that I do. I help with the business plans. Um, One of my biggest um, things and one of my biggest passions is retail as well, you know. So it's not just a business plan. I believe that when you go into retail, you're able to um, grow your business so much more because that's where consumers are able to find you, whether it's online retail or actually on-site kind of retail, um, whichever way. So just... uh, basics of that and the development of that and as well as just the advisory of retail that's one of my biggest things so writing business plan making sure your business and we get the analytics to make sure that it goes forward and it's able to grow because some people just don't know how to plan forward you know and it just looks like too big what is too small what does the market look like for me you know and you may not know like I know some people like to say research 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 What is the right research to go out
0: and find? Yeah, it's so true because Google has endless amounts of research. What should you be listening to?
1: What is the right or wrong or what is the relevant more Mm. like for your company?
0: So speaking about that, um, let's chat about your tips. You, have you got five or did you say five or ten of the most important tips that every business owner should be taking into account when creating a business plan?
1: Um, and I put it down as business proposal, you know, um, not just business plan. I think it can work in terms of business proposal, or business plan, but definitely business plan, so both. I've got six tips. Six
0: tips, okay. Six tips. Um, so for the listeners out there, get a pen and paper and get ready to take down these six tips because they are important for you watching on YouTube. Obviously, you can pause <laughs> and then start again. Tell us what they are. What is tip number one?
1: The so tip number one is um, always keep the bigger goal in mind. You know, um, sometimes we, when you're working with something that is here um, or that is just current it's very hard to move forward and you'll get like um, little discouragements along the way. Always keep the bigger goal in mind. Um, So that would be tip number one. Um, So um, with that, I always get people asking me, how do I keep the bigger goal in mind? It's like, start with today. So today if I have a top that I have made or I have 10 tops I have made, how many tops would I like to sell? You know, so let's say you say I want to sell six tops today. That means tomorrow as well, you have to have another six tops to be able to sell the next day. So you can't have 10 tops and sell six tops because the next day you're not going to have six tops to sell, you know. So you need to just think about what you have today, what you can use today and build on that on a weekly basis. And after a weekly basis, build on that on a monthly basis. After a monthly basis, build on that on a yearly basis.
0: So So, Let me see if I'm understanding correctly. Are you saying you need to look at what you can actually produce within a day? Like what can I actually produce within a day? And what is the possibility of me turning that over into profit within one day? One day, that's right. So you look at what you have
1: What, um, what access, what things do you have access to, you know, and what is your ability today? So you can't actually start having a goal where you actually need 10 people to assist you when you can only afford two. Mm -hmm. So start with how you're working towards getting those 10 people to assist you in what you're doing. So start with the bigger goal in mind. So, but the starting, the weird thing is that it goes reverse. To get the goal, you have to know your today and be honest with that and build with that going forward.
0: Okay. So for everybody listening and for clarity's sake, have the big picture, know what you want to achieve in the long run and then break it down to what you can actually do today. What can I produce today? What can I create today? And what is the likelihood of being able to turn that over in one day? What, what can I do in one day that will create something that will turn a profit so that you break it down? Because, and, and that's such a good point because I actually had this discussion with my dad this morning. I said sometimes I overestimate what I can do in an hour and sometimes I completely underestimate what I can do in an hour. You know, And knowing what you can actually fit into a day will so assist you with time management. So one of the tricks that, um, I don't know if it's in the 80-20 principle, that book, um, I think it maybe is, my dad's always told me it as well and I've heard it in many different business books, but just start by writing down everything you do within a day. Like, what do you do? Like from the minute you wake up, how long does it take you to actually get ready and get out your house? And then when you get to wherever you're going, what do you actually do? What do you do at lunchtime? What do you do in the afternoon? What do you do in the evenings? Like write down absolutely every step of your day because then you'll get an actual, over a period of time. So you do it for a couple of weeks, over a period of time, even if you did it for a week, guys, over a period of time, you'll gain clarity of what you can actually achieve within a specific amount of time. I'm going to start that again. Um, Who's going to join me? I challenge you guys to join me with that. I think it's such a good exercise right
1: yeah i think yeah i'm going in with you on that one. yay okay.
0: think- yay tumi's in with me on that one okay great tumi what is tip number two
1: okay tip number two is that um know the language of the organization you're writing to you know or the proposal or the or the plan that you are writing You know, so know the language. And this is where you break down the whole thing when people say research the organization. What are you researching? Because nowadays people don't necessarily want you to tell them they opened their doors in 1921 because they were most likely not even there. You know, we all know that, you know. So um, know the language. What is important is the language of where you're writing. And you probably most of the time need to tweak your proposals according to the language. So if you're writing to the Department of Travel and Tourism, you're going to speak about tourism a lot. You're going to speak about getting people coming to see um, South African um, arts and culture, perhaps. And if you're speaking even out to the Departments of Arts and Culture, it's a different language. Mm-hmm. So know the language. They might actually use more of sustainability. With the DTI, you might speak about development and longevity in the economy, creating jobs. Those are the kind of languages that you need to look at in every single um, sphere. Every single company has their own specific language. And they have adjectives and even that are very and verbs that are very, very um, important to that um, ethos, to put it
0: in another way about of- to say, so it's really understanding the company's ethos and one of so. the ways that um i know has helped me i don't know to if you've got any hints but one of the ways that helps me understand a company's ethos is i literally jump onto their website and um, and have a look at you know what they've written how they've written it in their website um what are the different um projects that they are involved in, because generally a webs a company website will have the other projects, not just the, the core service that they are involved in. And um, jumping on their Instagram is also a great way of checking them out. And then looking at YouTube videos that have been created by their company or their marketing team, because generally they will give you a good insight. So not videos created about them by someone else, everybody listening, but Videos created by their own marketing team about their company because that will carry a strong message of the company's ethos and what is important to them. Um, have I hit the nail on the head there? To me, have I missed something? How oh, you
1: summarise everything I say? Can you just do the summary of all the business plans? <laughs> <laughs> and point number three. Let's hit it. Okay, and then point number three is put yourself in the reader's shoes, okay? Um, So as you're writing, just think about how they are totally understanding or if you are explaining everything in its completeness. So sometimes we tend to think that um, the whole, I think it comes from the whole thing of common sense. You know, like I said this and you say it in your head and you're like, oh no, the rest is common sense. They get it. No, they don't get it. You know, you need to fully explain your mind, where you're coming from and where you're going. Um, what I like to say um, in this, I think it goes into point number four, is that fully answer all the questions as well. So in that, it's like you constantly ask why why am I saying this? Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this? Until you break it down to the bare minimum of what you are saying. So point number three and four, point number three is put yourself in your reader's shoes. Number four is fully answer the questions and needs of what you are trying to achieve. For the organization, how the organization is actually going to win in this and how you as a person are also going to win in what you're saying.
0: And do it as simply as possible, um, you know. Because I think that that's one of my greatest challenges is I over-explain things, um, you know. And so in a business proposal, I'll end up like <laughs> telling you an entire story. And um, and the reality is that time is money, guys. People are under pressure. They've got a lot of time. They don't have a lot of time. They need more time. And so the more concise and to the point and why and and addressing that why as Tumi me says um you know that you can be the better received it will be because it will be easier for the reader to be able to go oh i get it i get it i get it i get it okay next point i can i, I now have what i need to make this decision so that's great those those are two very, very good points that's
1: one of the things um even with um putting yourself in the reader's shoes don't be too repetitive in the um in your proposals or in your business plans you know because or even contradictory so that's another thing that you have to be careful of like you say one thing in the let's say you just speak about sustainability in the one area and then in the other area you go and you just totally turn it around and you start maybe speaking about Bringing stuff in from China. I'm just speaking from fashion and sustainability for South African fashion. You know. Oh, you broke. A thing for a that second, um, i not contradicting yourself. Yes, don't
0: okay. contradict yourself. I got yes, I got that. I got that. Point number yeah. five.
1: Okay. Um. Point number five is be confident about what you're presenting and what you're saying. Um, And I find this a lot, um, especially with pricing, when people price um, their product and whatever they're proposing, um, they'll price themselves a little bit lower because they're not confident about that price. Mm -hmm. And what I usually say to people is that, like, remember that you're also educating the consumer. We shouldn't be that kind of um, society where we always underpricing ourselves or under even valuing our businesses and our offering in what we're doing. So be confident in what you're offering and what you are saying as well. And the best way is to ask Going back to that, asking yourself, why am I charging this much or why am I saying this or why is this product of value? Know and explain that and have the patience to educate your consumer one by one, you know, and know that people, the word gets out there. Eventually, we will be this type of consumer that understands why this costs this much. What is the value of this instead
0: of the value of something perhaps a little bit cheaper? hundred percent believing in what you are selling and understanding why it's going to better somebody's life is absolutely essential because when you're selling something that you don't believe in energetically, it just falls flat. You know, you, you've got to, you've got to know that one. Brilliant tips so far. You've got one left. <laughs> what is your final tip? This is the obvious one. It's um, be
1: um, passionate about what you're selling and I'm reading a, a, a book by Biz Stone, um, the co-founder of um, Twitter, Things A Little Bird Told Me. So he had actually one of the, um, he had a company that didn't do so well. And one of them, yeah, he, he says, it, a big corporate did come along and um, had the same idea, which was podcasting, by the way. And um, so they had a, a, a company called Audio. So the company didn't do well. It was on the lines of podcasting. But one of the things we said, okay, fine, Apple came along and had a better idea and had a better way of using it. But the second thing that we did wrong is that none of us was into podcasting. We did not like that. Mm. So they weren't about that. They didn't use what they were um, trying to sell to other people out there. So another thing, be passionate about what you're using, what you're selling and use it yourself. Make sure that it's something that adds value to you and that you actually make use of it. It's just one of those things like if a guy was to design maternity wear, it wouldn't do as well as somebody who has had a child to design maternity. You know? Or maybe seeing his wife, if maybe an unmarried guy, let me put it that way, you know. So you have to even you know, you'll speak about maybe some innovations are totally new in the market. They've never been used and have a prototype that you, that you use and that adds value to you, mm-hmm. you know, so you have pride and tested and be passionate about what you're using.
0: Amazing. These are really, really, really fantastic tips. And they, um, for somebody who is just starting out and needs, to write a business plan. It's a great place to start, but it's also fantastic for somebody who's written many business plans to kind of go back to and say, okay, let me relook at my business plans. How do I shuffle this? How do I hone in and make it even better? So thank you to me. I think that's really fantastic. If people want to get hold of you and um, would like to work with you, you do, you do write business plans as a service, Correct. Correct. Okay, so how would they get hold of you? Where do they find you? Tell us the details. Okay, so my email
1: is to me at sessitumi.co.za and sessitumi, you spell it S-E-S-I, the number 2-M-E.
0: So So guys, it's tumi, T-U-M-I, at sessitumi with the number 2. So T-U-M-I at... S <Hilary> S-E,
1: S-E A S E yes
0: two the number two and then E M E dot zero dot dot zero dot I will put the link um in the bottom of this so that you guys do see it so check out the link but get hold of Toomey she she's just such a lovely energy she's worth getting hold of even if you want some advice you know reach out I think that one of the great things that is happening in business specifically in South Africa I suppose because I'm working in South Africa is that sisters are helping each other rise and um, you know it's all about assisting each other in getting to the next level if you can't afford it I still think drop her an email. She's a great girl, and she will give you some tips and some guidance. But if you can afford it, support a sister in a business um, because that is how we grow, is by helping each other and using each other where we can, um, where it benefits both of us. So please get hold of Tumi. She's super cool, super knowledgeable, and I thank you so much for coming on the show and giving our audience these fantastic tips. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been great. We're gonna to have to get you back to do more tips. <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah, it was so fun. I'm glad I was here to share that-
0: all this that was to Me on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I'm going to be back in just a few minutes, and um, we will be bringing you... You can check this video out. There's three ways, guys, that you can get access to this video. First of all, on Two Oceans Vibe Radio, as you're listening now, Two Oceans Vibe Radio will be on SoundCloud as a podcast, and this video will be going out on YouTube. So three different ways of you being able to access this information. Check out all three and remember to grab a pen and paper because those tips are really, really good and you want to apply them into your life to make your business better and make your way of doing business better. To me, thank you so much again and for everyone else, thank you for tuning in. I will be back in just a minute.